I am now. That was... <laughs> I was going to put the intro song in. What's she going... <laughs> oh, I was... <laughs> no, I'll just put it in later. And then we'll just do a, you know, like a, a motion. I'll just put it in after. But yeah, no, my, my girlfriend is going as a bunny. But decided to open with, I'm going to be a Playboy bunny. Are you telling her, hey, it's uh, kind of a, a big difference. There. Yeah, I said there's a big difference between a bunny and a Playboy bunny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, all right. <laughs> Do you think we get a piss soundtrack again? <laughs> How you doing today, Fire? A little quiet today. All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about this show. Now, dumbest, stand over there and face that way. And uglies, stand over there facing that way. You know what, Sean? So, Sean? Yeah. You go to hell. Oh, fire! Oh, my goodness! What's the procedure? Yo, why don't you take it down in that? There goes Davis! Oh, my God! Davis is going to run it all the way back! Auburn's going to win the football game! When did you all forsake yourselves? We'll do it live! The best part of that intro is that nobody knows where, oh no, they're coming in through the back door is. <laughs> I don't know, I think the Bill O'Reilly always gets me. If you can find out and tell me where the, oh no, they're coming in through the back door is from, we'll get you a gift. Uh, we'll get you a show present. Oh. See, I still advocate for making some merch. That's fine. But a limited amount of it so then we can... Right. Yeah, but I mean... Just you, to kind of give it around. This week only, if you can tell me where... Oh, no, they're coming in through the back doors from. You can, we'll hook you up. Yeah, well, you can tweet at us or DM us at GTTP Podcast. We're in a big fight with Twitter trying to get the real get to the point handle because... Some, some bastard. Some dude who isn't with four followers that hasn't used Twitter since 2009 and has one really depressing tweet about having to move out of his house after his wife passed. That's, that's oh. it. Oh. And I, I sent in the I sent in the thing to get to the or get to Twitter. I, I, I when I when I submitted a report saying like, hey, look, if people are searching for us, I don't want them finding this account. Oh gosh. Because it does pop up if you type and get to the point. That's 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 kind of rough. Th- I don't know. That's kind of a problem, right? But th- it's an inactive account. Man, I don't know. Oh, we got a big show today. Yeah. Big show. Um, how about the Nats? Let me go on a little rant here. How about yeah, just get it, get it out of your Strasburg system. Get it out winning of your system. MVP of the World Series? How about him and Max Scherzer going undefeated throughout their postseason run? Uh, Juan Soto's only 21 years old and already one of the best outfielders in baseball. Howie Kendrick, the 36-year-old wonder, who was considered to be a traveling man, had one of the most impeccable postseason performances at the plate. It, It was a culmination of so much greatness and so much anguish over the last 10 years that it made this win so much more satisfying. And I know that the whole apartment complex around us heard me last night. Oh, I heard you too. Screaming yep. my head off. You woke me up. I'm glad I did. Go Nats. And I... So did Nick Cardi today really say that the Phillies are better shaped up for the next year <laughs> than the Nats? Because I... You know, that might have been the first time I, like, I ever agreed with him. You're so wrong. 
You're so wrong about that. You're so wrong. We have so like, much youth. I get it. We're the oldest team in baseball, but we still have a lot of really good youth. Look, I just want to say something. I, I'm just a little bit disappointed about this World Series because both fan bases were just so damn polite, and it kind of took away from it. You know, it, well, it, it I don't was, know how much fun. I, I wish you. I wish you were some more, some more talking, some more trash talk. It was just like I sent you this DM from the SB Nation Nationals. Uh, page, and all these Astro fans are commenting, oh, great game. You guys played so well. You really deserved it. Like, what the hell? Well, I don't what know. The hell? There's not much trash to talk if you can't win a game in your home building for both sides. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, nobody won a home game. Imagine that. Imagine all the wasted money of people going to games just to see their team lose. That's fair. That's a good point. All seven games. So maybe you're a little disheartened and you don't feel like you can <laughs> talk that much trash. <laughs> Well, I mean, the if you were there for Game Six, you might if you were an Astros fan, or, or no, if you were an Astros fan for Game Six, and you, you know, you happen to miss a victory, you did get to see some tits. I mean, that was nice. Oh my gosh! What? Am I allowed to say that, or do it's I have just, to, do I, I have to no, mark I, that? I, mark it. I, but regardless, <laughs> I don't know. I don't like that. I mean, it's a baseball game. Don't make it uh, all about yourself. Yeah, that's fair. Don't make it all about yourself. Yeah, I saw. So the first time I didn't care. I thought it was a little funny. The second time around after the World Series or during Game 7, I think it was, the the girl that got banned from coming to games because she exposed herself on live TV, uh, she proceeded to tweet another picture of her back topless facing Garrett Cole on the TV and said something like, oh, he blocked me. And somebody responded to the tweet by saying, stop making this about yourself, which is completely fair. Yeah. Like, like, how much like, attention it, do you want? I don't know. I mean, she's an Instagram model, so she obviously... And like, already her, verified. Her sole existence is based around getting attention. like that, And receiving attention. From her body, yes. Right. I don't know. I mean, like, you have a problem with Marlins, man. I don't. Because... Yeah, he's a douche. Why? I mean, he does, he makes it all about himself, too. Like, he just has to wear the shirt. He just uh, makes yeah. it all about himself. I'm not a fan about people that, that do that whole thing where they, you know, try, try to do things to get attention for themselves. I'm not a huge fan of it. Like, the mega fans, like, uh, Fireman Ed, you could say he makes it about himself, but he's a devout fan. Yes. Uh, the, um, the, fan, the basketball fan in Toronto, I'm slipping on his name, he's a devout fan. The uh, license plate guy, too, devout yeah. fan. He, yeah. doesn't, he doesn't make sure he lines up right in the view of the camera. On the you know right when the pitches are happening, I guess it'd be different for football. They're not trying to be in the center of attention. Now, if somebody ends up picking them up, they pick them up. That's fine. But I mean, you just are going the extra mile in your own way to show your support for this team. Whereas those two females in the front row were saying, "Hey, we're going to get our 15, 15 minutes of fame." Yeah. And I had already forgotten about them until you had just brought them back up. So I guess that's not as much of a lasting impression. Yeah, it, was, it was. It was worth the. Um it was worth discussing, you know. I, <laughs> it's pop for, culture. I'm all for it, by the way. Like, I'm all for seeing boobs. But if it's inter- <laughs> it's, if it's going to interfere... <laughs> it took me a second to process that. If it's going to interfere with the biggest uh, game that I'm watching in my, in my entire life... I think you'd be talking differently if the Nats won. I th- I, or no, they, they did win. Never mind. Yeah. No, it, then they won, and I'm still a little irritated that they were trying to take that moment away from me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, Sean, hey. if you're wondering, I had a good... Oh, no, go oh, ahead. No, 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 no. You want to... You I was going to say, I had a good day yesterday. I uh, appeared on the Jim Fleming Coaches Show. Oh, yeah, it was you want to plug that? 
that was a that was yeah, it was a, not really plug it. It was a fun fun time. I got to be a guest for once. I've been a radio show guest one time to talk FCS football, and it was nice that somebody was asking questions just about me. So that yeah, was a that's nice. Yeah, it was it was interesting. He tried to try to quiz me on the old hometown. I got him all eight for eight. Sorry for that pause for that transition. Normally, yes, um, we have a third mic here. Yeah, he likes to cut in. If there's any blank spots, it's because we think this someone's going to jump on us. Yeah. Well, that was a fun opening to the show. This part isn't going to be as much fun for me. Uh, yeah, Jake Fire misses, misses another show. Uh, he said he couldn't come in today uh, because he's working on group projects. I don't know. He is, I guess, the busiest person on earth, right, Joe? Is I guess. I. Okay. He's basically a reoccurring guest, is what he's it's established. It's like he's a reoccurring guest. He's and established we have that. tried our best to make him a third host. And because I think yeah. the show, when all three hosts are rolling on all cylinders, it, it's still better than us rolling on all c- cylinders. He adds another level of, like, not just humor, but it's just another voice and another different type of discussion. Because right now it's just you, me, and the audience. But with Fire here, it feels like more of an open discussion where we can just kind of let loose a little more. Like, I, I talked to your stupid ass tw- in two shows <laughs> on Monday. Like, I don't, I don't want to keep doing one that. On, one on Tuesday. And then we also did another one on Tuesday this week. So, right. you know, I can only talk to you directly so many times without needing to hear another voice. We, we almost had another voice, and hopefully we end up getting it next time because he is a reoccurring listener and he's been very um, aggressive in trying to get on because he wants to come on and talk some basketball, and that's that's Lorenzo. Sadly, he couldn't make it because he said that he had a uh, flat, tire. F- flat tire. We don't know how legitimate that is, but we're assuming it is. Hmm. I don't know. I got this laundry list for fire here. Just just let's let's run through a true and false here, okay? Missed another show. True. Always trying to get out of doing the show. True. Won't post or promote the show on social media. Yeah, that's the one that irks me. So true. Yes. Isn't practicing or learning how to produce. Which very, very true. Doesn't bring topics to the show. Very, very true. Claims he's busy, but fl- finds plenty of time for other activities. That is also very true. And I believe you and I have been adamant of saying whenever you can record fire, mm-hmm. we can record. Yeah. I mean, do we want to be putting these shows out on a, on a Friday uh, mm-hmm. before every, while everyone's going out the night before? No, we like putting it out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Mondays or whenever we can or a Sunday. So throughout the week, when you, don't, when you probably won't have other plans, you can listen to it. That's the structure of it. Yeah. And it's just so frustrating how, how he's, he's going to listen to this and he's going to be like, oh, F you guys, you know, uh. But he's not going to listen. He's not going to listen either. He doesn't. I don't know. He's not busy. He just doesn't want to work. Some people choose not to do things outside of class. He said he wants to do this. He wants to have a professional radio show with us. I wouldn't, right now, I wouldn't pick him up. No. If If a PD said, hey, Sean, you can pick up three people to come do a show with you. Fine, I'll pick Joe, and then maybe we'll go outside source for number three. Fire wouldn't make the cut right now. Because he's not technically proficient enough, he doesn't work hard enough, and it's, it's just like he doesn't want to be here. And when he does come here, it's like, oh, oh, let's get this over with. 
It's not even a chore for him. He doesn't have to set anything he up. Doesn't, it's the dream. He doesn't do the, the, the show prep, and then he just he just talks. It's a dream it's situation hard. for him. It's so ideal. It's so such a minimal amount of work. I mean, how... I mean, this setup that we have is incredibly intricate. The show prep that we do spans... I mean, we start thinking about topics earlier, early in the week. Mm-hmm. He has the lightest workload on this show. And he claims he's so busy. How come we can find time to do this show, Joe? When, with how busy we are. Because college we're motivated. Football, college football athletes. We both do another podcast. You do another podcast on top of that. Three times a week. We both manage a 60-plus a member club. What else, what else are we doing? Are we, have we done more? I'm trying to think. I'm literally just trying to think what else we do that consumes our time. There's definitely other. I mean, things always pop up here I mean, and there. We have class too. Yeah, we have class. Uh, you, to play devil's advocate, you could argue business classes are harder, but I don't think I've taken oh business. God. I've taken business classes. I don't think they take up your time that much more than that of a communications or a journalism class. I just don't. Look, the one thing that I've come to realize with starting to work in this profession. Is that we're we're constantly exposed, and I think I've been more exposed to kids like this because I've been journalism classes. Yeah, is that there's all these people that say I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to be a play-by-play, I want to be a basketball analyst, I want to be a writer for Bleacher Report. But then you see these kids in these classes on reoccurring times where they they don't show up to the classes, they don't hand in assignments, they're not involved in any clubs outside of the classes. So it makes you kind of think like. And they're not even doing any internships that are getting any relevant experience. So it kind of jogs your mind in thinking, like, if you want to do that, what are you doing to put yourself in a position to actually accomplish it? Because you're going to be selling insurance. Right. And let's get this straight. I want to do the show with Fucker. Yes. We want to do this. But it is so frustrating to have that as a one-way streak. It's like he's embarrassed of the show the way he won't post it on social media. You think I like uh, having my mom on Twitter see me <laughs> see me talking about which grown men are peeing on the shower, which mm. we'll get to later this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not thrilled about it, but it's a fun topic. It's what we got to do. You know? It, Look. Is he, this show indicative of, like, really how we are in real life? No, we're no. showing it up a little. But no, it, dude, let's be honest. This is how we talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is the censored version. It's just a <laughs> <laughs> Sean, here's my, here's my take on it. Yesterday, you and I had a bit of a, a social philosophical question of what does a guy do if his girlfriend is cheating on him and not saying anything to him? And we both came to this conclusion that if you're ever dating a girl that's going to cheat, they're going to cheat. You can't do anything to stop them. You can't keep them from going out and, and going and doing that. No matter how many things you say to them and you try to instill that in them, if they have that intention, they're going to do it. You can never control someone else's actions. So look, the way that I look about it with fire is that we can't control his actions. He's going to go out and do his own thing. He's going to do whatever he wants. Now, he's going to say one thing, just like a girlfriend's going to tell you that they love you, but they might not actually mean it. He's going right. to say he wants to be a radio show host, but the reality of it is he's not doing the legwork and he's, actually, he's not actually doing the right... The right action. Right. So we have no control over it. We have none. Maybe we just start to dial it back with him and just, if he says no, all right, fine, we grab a guest. That's the way that I look at it. We can't keep fighting the kid. 
Because if he doesn't want it, that's on him. Right. It's I, on him. It's we just, can't keep fighting him. Because, I mean, realistically, you and I could see each other working together. I, like you said, I don't know if I could see myself working with him, judging by the amount of effort that he's put in. I, I, I think that at some point, I'm not saying completely cut ties with him. I would like to keep having him on, but... Maybe at some point something would click if we continually keep having guests on because he bails. Maybe that's what it takes. It sucks because he's actually talented and, yes. and he's charismatic on the mic. He has a better he, damn voice than the both of us. His mic is, presence is uh, his, mic, his mic presence is god awful. <laughs> the breathing. I mean, the worst. I mean, but he's charismatic and he can just make listeners like him. He has that ability, you know, where we have to be. We have to either work to have a, a take of ours be enjoyed or liked. That's how we get liked through our takes. He gets liked through his personality, which is very frustrating because mm-hmm. he that's that's something that's really, you know, that's something you look for in radio. Yeah. Or in media in general. I don't know. I, I'm done talking about him. If he shows up next week, fine. If he doesn't, fine. Just really frustrating. All right, let's get talk to some sports before we get more and more mad. We're okay. 17 minutes in on talking. Oh, really? <laughs> talking about all right, well, we'll probably uh, you'll 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 get a hearty Jesus Christ, hearty. What was that? Uh, just random notification on my computer. Go ahead. Okay, it's a big show today. Okay, uh, we will. Yeah, I mean, now down. that now that we don't have uh, Lorenzo on, we'll just probably move through the basketball stuff pretty quickly. Yeah, just we, a couple we takes each. We, I mean, we can cut B block if you want to. Cut B. Yeah, I'm done. I don't care. Yeah, uh, B block was Warriors are stumbling stumbling out of the gate, dude. They're one and three. I swear to God. Lock it in. They're one three. Curry broke his hand. Um, hard to write out the Warriors for me. Still, I just don't think that they, you can write them out. I I'm not going to write them out, but I think the reason why we wanted to talk about the whole Steph Curry thing was that this team was clearly off to a rough start, and you know you can't take much stock in four games. But the fact that you lose your one star player and now you have Draymond Green on the court, and that's it. I think that this team, once Curry gets oh, yeah. back, it's going to be an uphill climb. They're yeah. they're probably going to be below five hundred before he comes back. Yeah, Clay's out too. Clay's out too. This team is going to need to fight and claw to get back into the playoffs. I don't know. I'd advise everybody just not talk about him, or else Karma's going to come back and bite you in the ass when Clay's back. What is this? Uh, oh yeah, Joel Embiid and Carl Anthony Towns. This is the real thing we're here this for. This was really really <laughs> fun. On defense, see him right there. What is going yeah. on? And then Embiid. Came in a double team, and those two remain in the backcourt. This is what ensued. Uh, because as we were watching it, uh, as we were watching the World Series last night, we got the notification of the fight, and Joe and I watched it, and it was absolutely awesome to see these two titans of men. And I'm a pretty—if you don't know me—I'm a pretty big guy myself, but I see those guys as like different levels of human. So to see these seven footers uh, swinging and grappling, it's something I would pay a large amount of money for to, to watch in a in a ring. I just think that you don't get to see monsters fighting each other very much in real life. That's more no. movie stuff. It, it was <laughs> very. It was also an aggressive fight. We're not taking any. It's not your typical NBA fight where it's kind of slapping. There's a lot of slapping that goes on. It's a lot of flopping. It's a lot of trying to draw an attention. Like no, these were big dudes that were. There was some malice there. there was a this l- is like malice, the equivalent yeah. of J.J. Watt and Tyron Smith getting in a fight. Uh, yeah, which I would also pay a lot of money for. Uh, obviously, these guys are not professional fighters or anything. So no. it was it was more scrappy than it was actually big blows. But now that brings up the question: Who won the fight? And a lot of people are saying Carl Anthony Towns didn't win it because yeah. of 
uh, Ben Simmons, I guess, coming in and choking him out. So before we before we talk about the f- who won it, I just want to add a little bit more because this thing continued on to social media, which is something you could expect because Joel Embiid has such a social media presence. And in today's modern day age, if someone gets into a fight, if they're still mad, they're going to take the Twitter. They're either apologize or they're going to start talking more crap. Right. So Carl oh. Anthony Towns tweeted or posted on Instagram uh, a series Here. of pictures depicting um, the fight. Yeah, what do you got? I didn't know if you wanted to. Uh, never mind. Never mind. He posted a number of pictures depicting the fight with the caption, I ain't no B raised around lions. Then after that, Joel Embiid tried to comment on that. No, actually, Joel Embiid posted his own thing, posted his own picture. Euro stepping our way through Minnesota, and we ended up raising the cat last night. Carl Anthony Towns commented on that. That caption was as trash as your picture quality. And Carl was a Anth- while ago. This was a while ago? Yes, it all spans oh. way back. Oh, I didn't know that was that far back. Mm-hmm. That, okay, but that was, that was my fault. That was much earlier on, and then apparently Carl Anthony Towns deleted the comment. Joel Embiid was upset because that comment was deleted. So this is a feud that's been brewing, and then immediately after, we have a reaction on social media. So it, it it's kind of sloppy, but at the same time, it all does beg the question of, and I pulled up the tape here to kind of see. Yeah, I got it loaded up. Yeah, you have it loaded up too? All right, here we go. Um, all right, little hook by Embiid, hook it in a... Cat's arm, and then a big shove by Embiid. Cat uh, makes a big swing for Embiid. Embiid ducks it, but then Cat's uh, got him in a headlock. Yeah, Embiid like, yeah. wrestles out, and now they both are just at each other's necks, and then everyone gets in. So it's oh my god, this is great stuff. It's okay. Shove, shove, big swing, headlock, escape, and then double headlock for for each of them, and then down to the floor. Look, I'm gonna say, I th- I'm giving the I'm giving the credit to Embiid. I think that. Uh, I'm not a fan of the move where he does it twice. Carl Anthony Towns does this move where he's trying to wrap his arm around his neck. Like, that's not clean fighting. That's not real. That's not real fighting. Actually, punch. Like, if you're going to actually fight someone, fight him like a man. Don't try to grab him by the neck and pull him down. He He's trying to... He's trying to fight him by avoiding a fight by pulling him to the ground. Okay, I'm going frame by frame here. Boom. Yeah, I'm not a and fan of that. just pushing. Push. And then... Towns is the only one that, that's actually going for the... The big time, hit. but he's trying to. It's a, a can't big time do swing, and he wraps around. He misses. He misses. Uh, it's not a punch, though. It's like a. What are you, ta- what are you talking he's about? He's trying to put him in a headlock. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Look at the swing. What do you mean the swing? The swing. Wait, wait. Let me see this. He swings and wraps his arm around, and he does he it a misses. second time. Look at how Embiid ducks his head. All right, he pulls him out, and then is there any other thing else that happens in here? No, they just double headlock and then down to the ground. And they pull him out. God, what a mess. I don't know. I like how it looked like Carl Anthony Towns was actually going for the big-time blow. I, I think if MB didn't get pulled away, I think there might have been uh, a little bit more. Uh, who started this thing? It's the both of them. Yeah. The both of them start. Oh Embiid, no! Embiid had Embiid like the initial up, slap. Yeah. yeah, ah, that's a close one. I I don't know. I kind of want to give that to Embiid. I, I just again, I'm not a. I, even though you don't think it was a a headlock attempt, I'm not a fan of the whole headlock attempt. I think that's. I don't think it was a headlock attempt. It, he does it twice. His arm was wrapped around his neck from behind. That's a headlock. Well, Embiid had him in a headlock too. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. I'm looking at it too. You are. 
He was tangled up with him, but he wasn't in that. It he was, was tangled up with his arm around his neck also. That's what you call a headlock, Joe. You want me to, you want me to show you? You want me to give you an example? I was going to say, do you want me to demonstrate on you? <laughs> I want to imagine that stand up, try to do that, and I yank everything out of Do the we cr- want to, um, we want to get to our, our new segment? Ah, yes, we do want to get to our new segment. Our new segment. Clown of the Week. Ah. Where we will be selecting one member of sports who we consider to be the Clown of the Week. Uh, for example, I'll just lead this off. My Clown of the Week is Bruce Allen. Oh, that's a good one. Trade deadline came around for the NFL, and he decided that he would uh, not pursue a deal Trent Williams, their star left tackle, who had been holding out all year. And guess what happened? Trent Williams came back and failed his physical, had complaints about his helmet, and now he's probably just going to go out there in the first game that he's back, and he's going to have an injury, injury with air quotes, and he's going to be out for the season. He won't have to play the rest of the season. He'll have a a fresh body for next year. He's not going to have another year of toll on his body, and he's going to make some money next year when they eventually ship him or he leaves. It was a rube move. You should have got him. You should have gotten rid of him by now for sure. And this is a, a heartbreaking take for me because Trent Williams is actually like, I don't have a lot of heroes, but if he, Trent Williams is someone that you look up to in the sport who plays the same position as you, and I would watch every Redskins game that I watch, my eyes would be on seventy-one. Everyone else is looking at all the other players. I'm locked in on Trent Williams because I want to see what he's going to do. So it hurts me to say this, but you should have gotten rid of him for the benefit of your franchise four weeks ago. And if anything, you were given extra life at the trade line deadline when other teams wanted him and you didn't deal him. Now, if he comes back and he's fine and he plays out the rest of the season and plays the next five years in Washington, good on you. But that's not going to happen. And you know it and everyone else knows it. So that makes you a clown. My clown, and for a little bit different reasoning here, is Baker Mayfield. Somebody who I have considered to be a clown for a long time, considering his Mm. willingness to make comments on other people. But suddenly, a reporter asks him a, a, a simple... Question. The penalty happened and we're the clock's not running. No, 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 stop saying but. I just told you the clock was running and we had a penalty. You want to give them the ball back? No. You don't play. You don't know it. That's just plain and simple. Were you happy with that draw? Was I happy with the draw? No, we didn't score points. It's the dumbest question you could ask. What? And that question is enough to spur him into a frenzy. Where he okay. walks off. No, it's a, it's a frenzy. He walks off because he's all flustered and he's all hot and bothered. He cannot take any... Hot and bothered. He's hot and bothered. Okay, hot and bothered is not the best word. He's bothered. <laughs> bothered. He's being bothered. Look, 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 I just, look, I don't get it that if you can go out there and make comments about other people and be so, like, I'm against everyone, if someone's asking a legitimate question, you should be able to answer it. Not to mention the fact that you currently are playing like garbage and so is your team. That's your responsibility is to answer those questions. If someone asks you a poorly worded question... You have to answer the damn question. And now the, the reporter I'm that... scared of the media. I'm not yeah. afraid of the press. <laughs> the reporter that the exchange happened with, he said that Baker Mayfield has had these types of responses throughout the year, and then this one was the one where it finally blew up. So he's had an attitude with this one guy for no reason just because he feels the need to be better than... Like, essentially too good to answer questions. And I, I saw something on Twitter that, that was saying that one of the responsibilities of a franchise quarterback is to answer the press. They need to make time for the, the, the media. They need to make time to talk to the media. 
that's something you can't avoid. Even Cam Newton does it, and Cam Newton has been notably uh, sassy with the press. Yeah, and he has uh, explained exclaimed uh, discomfort with some of the questions. But he doesn't leave. He didn't leave when he was uh, saying, "Hey, I'm a winner. I don't like it." You know, when I lose, and he was uh, quote unquote pouting, he stayed up after there for more questions. He didn't leave. Yeah, d- damn clown move, pouting, childish. Figure it out. How about you grow up and you answer the questions? <laughs> damn clown move. Wait, did Lorenzo, uh, did Lorenzo <laughs> yeah. have access to the doc? Yeah, I sure Oh, that him. makes me so sad. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. he did, the, he did more he work did. than fire does. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I loved his pick. Can, wait, gonna, can I can I read his pick uh, just to, for the just clown? to read it? Yeah, oh, I was gonna get to it. So go ahead. Go ahead. Right. All right. His pick was Skip Bayless. He puts lover of Kawhi. Showed up this morning in undisputed wearing a Kawhi jersey. Loving that man. Very crit- It's Halloween. He was wearing a jersey, Lorenzo. <laughs> no, Joe. Look, it was, he, it was just cringy because he's not a Kawhi I, guy. He's I, criticized Kawhi. I really wish we had him on because if he was, if he was. Good enough. I would I would have replaced him with fire. I don't think so, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you wore an MJ jersey, that would make sense. Okay, Lorenzo, we get it. No, no, I don't no, know, no. Bro. you don't understand. Oh, MJ, <laughs> I have a huge head. <laughs> I think we should uh, fire suspended. Uh, we need to have Lorenzo okay. on next time. Okay, that's a that's a unilateral decision, business decision. Let's, I would like to have Lorenzo on after? next time. Yeah, we'll discuss okay, it after. Okay. Right. He deserves to be on because he did do the work. Yes. Now, we don't know if you wanted it, but it's back. Shower Pissers Running Back Edition is here. And we don't care if you didn't want it. Uh, what current NFL running back would piss in the team locker room's shower right next to his teammates? And the ultimate move of, uh, I don't know if it's, I wouldn't consider it disrespect, but apathy for those next to him. Apathy is a great word. <laughs> it's obliviousness and carelessness. Okay, do we want to get Lorenzo's out of the way or you want to save it for um, last? Let's save it for last. Okay. And Joe, we can discuss it. Joe, let's give your go give yours real quick. All right. My pick here. Oh, I, I need to preface this with the unreleased episode we did with horrible audio quality where this segment was first created. One of my picks was Ezekiel Elliott because it was a general player pick. And we're saying that no Zeke was allowed to be picked, and because we kind of all agreed it was a pretty quality pick. He might make he'll he'll be in consideration for the for the final teams for, list for the all pro team. Yeah, for the all pro all, all pro pisser team, <laughs> all piss team, all piss team. <laughs> <laughs> like that. And the the valid reasoning is that he's just a guy that seems, you know, like he acts like he's it, better. Than, not acts like he's that. better than Actually, his teammates, but he just he knows he's the best. I've twisted that. I twist my ideas about that also. So I don't know. Maybe we'll. Uh, what do you mean? Maybe hey, we'll all make our own all-pro teams. I don't we'll agree. figure it I don't out. necessarily agree with well, that. Well, we're, we're going to make a decision. We'll figure it out. But the reason why we said Zeke was an example of this was because he's a guy that doesn't really care. He thinks he's a, you know, a top dog, but not that, better uh, well, than his teammates. You, I don't agree with you, and I don't want to argue about Zeke. Okay. So you eliminated Zeke because you gave an argument yes. earlier on. Could we just get to Joe Mixon? Yes. Oh, you're, you're, uh, thanks for yeah, spoiling sorry. it. My pick is Joe Mixon. So I, I was kind of racking my brain here trying to think of a good example, and... I thought Joe Mixon made some sense. Now, I'm not going to weigh on anything in his past. I'm, I'm trying to go off of things that he's done in the league. And as a member of the league, he has uh, made it very clear that he doesn't care what anyone thinks. The specific example that I pulled up was a quote that he had after week two. And the quote was, I want to say in the second quarter, and then you see hella fans leaving and booing. At the end of the day, we want to win too. If you feel like they can do it better, they... Then come out and try. Then so come try out. So then come try out. Sorry, I'm, I, I I can't read. <laughs> Joe, 
dude, I have a filter blocking what I'm seeing. Um, that's not an excuse. That's a valid that's excuse. That's not an excuse. So my reasoning here, the, qu- the quote is a great example, is that he's a guy that doesn't care. He's not anyone that thinks he's too better than anyone. He just doesn't care what people think. Um, he's going to be confrontational. So I see him as the guy that he starts urinating, and then he gets a response from a teammate. Hey, grab me one. Um, oh, you're getting for the, yeah. Um, he would start urinating. He would get a response from a teammate saying, like, bro, are you pissing in the shower right now? She's so like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? He just gives me that, like, this quote is a perfect example. He just gives me that kind of vibe that would be like, like, what are you going to do? I'm pissing. Are you going to stop me from pissing? There's another loose one. What are you doing? I just. Where's the other loose one? Oh, okay. That's fair. So, yeah, that was my reasoning. I, I wanted to go a little bit different this week. I, I would not want to be the guy that tells Joe Mixon, hey, you can't piss in the shower. Well, no one's saying you can't, but they're just like, ugh, here. Yeah. Okay, Joe's doing it again. And he would get confrontational about it. Again, a little bit of a ham-fisted selection because I also consider it. I'm like, ah, that, that might be a little too I just obvious. Be, oh, is that what it is? I just keep beating you to it, and then you're like, I need no, to come up with a with it. a ringer that no one expects that can't make a valid explanation for. No, I'm just saying. Joe no Mixon, one agreed with you on Russell Wilson. Nobody has positive thoughts about Joe Mixon, right? You think you say Joe Mixon, you don't think good guy. So then it just, it makes it that much easier for you to think that they would do something despicable like pissing in the shower right next to you after you've practiced. Look, no one agreed with your Russell Wilson one. It didn't make any sense. This one I can kind of see you make a case for. Hey, I f- have you. I have to hear the uh, great. You're a. F- <laughs> If, I, if you're going to curse, I'm going to curse because I have to go add the bleep in. No, yeah. I could add it in. That's true. You think that phases me? <laughs> Adding a bleep? I taught you about the bleep. Ah, yeah. uh, you. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, my shower pisser for the running back, running back position. LaShawn McCoy. Now, everyone's like, oh, LaShawn McCoy. Haven't, haven't really thought about him that much. You know, he's been up in Buffalo. Hasn't been too confrontational. He's a shower pisser. He definitely 100% is. He doesn't care about what people think of him, and he's going to speak his mind, and he's going to piss in the shower right on the wall, right next to you, smelling it up. He disrespected Chip Kelly after his exodus from uh, the Eagles uh, during uh, the uh, national anthem uh protests he not only knelt but he went on to all fours and did the uh dog stretch so he took it a step further he is not i mean he's controversial in the controversial things that he does he doesn't do a whole bunch of controversial stuff but when he does it it makes an impact on me because i'm a fan of shady i think he's a great running back he's fun to watch but he also pisses in the shower i think that's fair fair i i I would give that you gave me some motivation for next week's, which is probably wide receivers. Oh, you did give me some motivation. Oh, um, okay. I'm not going to spoil it. Djax? No, 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 no. Oh, really? No, not that related. It's not like former teammate. It's uh, just something from what you described, and I, I can kind of see that. I still think Joe Mixon's better. I think he's a better pick. Well, because you think he's just a bad guy, I don't. So it makes it easier. I'm not for saying you he's a bad guy. He's a I'm pisser. saying he's I'm saying, confrontational. No, it's a good pick. You right. have. It's probably the best pick, but it makes me think you didn't put any effort into it. What? What are you talking about? Into I put really a, thinking I about the man. I pulled a quote. You didn't yeah, pull that's a not quote. really thinking about the man, though. Oh, You're not thinking about the man behind you. the piss. Screw you. <laughs> it's just an effort. Whatever. 
All right. Lorenzo chose Mark Ingram. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just seems like that kind of guy who would joke around about it. Funny mic'd up moments. Okay, Lorenzo. It's not terrible. I, I could see that Mark Ingram gives me that kind of vibe that he would walk up, start pissing, and be like, hey, man, what's up? What's up, Rook? Yeah, he, he'd start laughing, and he'd look down and be like, yo. And then he would you know, get you to draw some attention to the fact that he's urinating. He, yeah, I, I can see that pick. That's actually he, not a bad pick. You think pick. he would revel in it? Oh, 100%. Mark Ingram gives you that vibe that he would, uh, now that he put that into perspective, he gives me the vibe that he would, he would be very proud of the fact that he's pissing in the shower. Hey, I don't want anybody coming up and tweeting uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch. We know he probably 100% did it, <laughs> but it's current running backs, all right? So if, you, if you're going to comment, Marshawn Lynch, why don't you pick Marshawn Lynch? Because how, how do you, he's not on the list. So this is random, but uh, Nolan Riley, how do you feel? I think it was Nolan. How do you feel about the take that, uh, that he thinks that uh, Antonio Brown has definitely team shower <laughs> see i had to credit him i wasn't gonna steal that <laughs> you think he did i think it was I think, no other way let me i think uh, i think it would actually be another form of um what i want to say what's the um another form of liquid discharge Oh no! Into the shower. Oh, that's, that's oh, come on! <laughs> you can't say that. Oh. oh, I can't. Wait, let me see if I can. Wait, let me see if I can find it. Oh, you're gonna. Me, to, uh, you Why are you? you uh, it was Nick Hardy. It was out. Nick Hardy. Nick Hardy. Ah, uh, now I don't want to give him credit for it. <laughs> uh, I think that Antonio Brown more likely did what I think over okay. taking a. Sh- are we ready to uh, to try some brews? I am ready to try some brews. All right, everybody. Welcome to Get to the Pint. Joe, you picked this one out. Yes. It is the Ocean State Lager. Yeah, I was drawn to it. It's got a very um, very artistic can. Uh, it's got a, a, a well-drawn lighthouse. It's got some interesting styling in the writing. It's from a Foolproof Brewing Company in Pawtucket, if anyone is interested in where you can find it. So we're trying to go with something local. We haven't done any local beers yet. We'll probably be trying to make the rounds. And I think one other thing, too, is if, if you happen to be listening and you all are affiliated with or you know someone affiliated with a brewing company and you would like us to try your beer, feel free to reach out to us. We, hell, we would even like to do, love to do a live show from a, uh, a brewery if that's even possible. So it, what do you give me to look for? No, I'm, you you yeah, agree? Yeah. I, so, again, yeah, we're, we're trying to hit on the local ones. If we can hit some, there's a bunch of great ones in the area. So if we could do that, that would be amazing. You ready like to take the got, hit? Like you got the uh, Tall Boys, too. Huh? Yeah, it's a Tall Boy. It was not cheap, but I'm hoping it was worth it. So it's a lager. Oh, no. Oh, oh. no. Oh. Uh I can tell that it's darker without seeing it. Mm. Uh, I, th- I need maybe a cu- I'm just a. I need a couple. <laughs> Do I have to? Yeah. <laughs> maybe I need a couple sips. Wait, just take a couple more. All right, I'll take a couple more. Good. Huh? All right, let's see. See, the problem with doing this, <laughs> this segment, is that whatever we buy, we have to finish. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> sit there. <laughs> no, it's beer. Oh man. I'm never going to call a beer on this during this segment disappointing. I would just say yeah. it's not up my alley. It's all dressed up, and I don't think it fits the vibe. I'm not. An I don't expert. like. Yeah. 
You know, I'm neither, I'm neither of us are. I mean, Bass was simple. Land Shark was simple. This is a little more complex. I think it's above my palate. If that if that's the nicest way of putting it, I think it's above my palate. It's not bad. It's good beer, but it's just I'm not a fan of the bitter. I, it's kind of not bitter, it but is, it's got it's, like a yeah. It's heavier. I'm not a big heavy beer guy. Like I like Guinness, but I wouldn't consistently drink it. It's got a little stank on it. Does it? No, like not in the smell, but the. Pardon me for if assuming you that. Say bitter. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, well, what would you rate it? Out of ten for me, I would give it like a three to four. Really? It's, wow. I wouldn't, I wouldn't drink it again. I'd give it a six. But everybody drinks beer differently. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a six. Everyone likes different beers. Yeah. It's a it's a, a three or a four. See, my approach, I think, with the numbering is not. I wouldn't give that low for a beer that I wouldn't drink again. Um, or no, I guess I would. But I, my approach with this is I think the six makes sense because I'm not going to go and order this, but if someone happened to have one and said, hey, do you want this or this? I might pick it to try it again. Mm. It's decent. It's a decent quality beer. but I just know what's up my alley and what's yeah. not. This is just not a beer that's I, up my alley right I, now. I think a three or a four for me would probably be something I wouldn't, wouldn't even want to look at. Like something... Something that then tastes what's like a, piss. What's a zero or a one? I, I would put a one or a two. Is probably like natural light. What? Like I would drink it, but it tastes terrible. It's not good beer. You think natural light's good? I'm not saying it's good. This is better than natural light. Ah, I don't know about that. See, this is something you have to risk, folks, if you're interested in uh, us trying your beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are rubes, but we do enjoy beer. I think that's wrapping up the show today. Uh, as always, uh, follow. Joe DeLeon and I on Twitter, please. Yes. We just we know that people are listening, and we really enjoy it. And we're picking up a little more traction episode by episode. I think we just put out a pretty good product today. So give us a follow. Interact with us. Let us know if you agree, disagree with, it, with all of our segments and topics, whatever you, whatever you think. Go ahead. Let us know what you think. We are here to entertain it all. We're not too busy. You can find us. Well, you've already found us, so we're not under contract, but... If you want a different <laughs> modality of finding us, ah, modality. Uh, Apple Podcast, SoundCloud. Are we on Spotify, Joe? We are on Spotify. Spotify, now. Yep. Stitcher, uh, Google Play, Google Play, Google Play. If you found us already, but if someone else doesn't have the application you're using, let them know that we're everywhere. We're literally everywhere. You can follow Get to the Point on Twitter at GTTP Podcasts, uh, and I think. Any other housekeeping? Uh, we, yeah, Jake Fire didn't show up this episode, so the new, the the two bills review, the thirty for thirty review, will be coming next week. Yeah, uh, he kind of effed up the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so next week, uh, get ready for you know shower pisser wide receivers, and we will also get to the thirty for thirty and maybe some other fun stuff for you. Yeah. Hopefully, you have a good beer next time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Signing off. <laughs>